This is the Revival Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I would just kind of like to share um, a little bit about myself and, and my journey. We all have a journey on our road to life, and we all have that journey of faith. And, you know, um, I guess why I want to share my story is not to convert anybody, but my hopes are to get people to look into their own faith and why they why they believe in Jesus you know and hopefully in examining that they will draw even closer to Jesus right now at this point in our lives we really need that peace and you know with everything that's going on sometimes it gets a lot it gets really hopeless I feel hopeless a lot of times but then I know that he was on the cross for all of us and we all have that journey and you know and we all get to him a different way and again i just wanted to share my way not because it's the right way but hopefully to inspire people to you know look over their lives and 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 see you know where god has worked through their lives and hopefully you know, we all have great stories, you know, and hopefully we can inspire each other to be better and 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 closer to Christ because of what he did. Anyways, um, again, I, I'm Catholic and the reason that I'm, I'm not a theologian, I, I'm not good at quoting scriptures and um and and different doctrines or anything like that I'm I'm pretty if I was debating people I would probably do hair to uh, terrible because I I can't you know support the things that I believe but again I I feel like that we all have different journeys and God knows our hearts and he knows our talents and he knows how to draw us in and and again it's um i i'm not like that a type of person who has a whole i i'm not book smart but god does i i do feel like he talks to me you know i've always had that relationship with god when i was little and when i got into high school you know um god has always been like my friend all always you know because my mom um she was she's very religious and she has a deep relationship with with jesus but somehow you know i i never really knew how to describe that like having a relationship with jesus until i got a little bit older but god has always been present in my life um i got into high school and um i i 
I went to a retreat, and for a lot of Catholics, um, a retreat is probably the one time that you really feel God's presence, you know, because I was the kind of person that went to church on Sunday, and that was it for the week, you know. Um, But anyways, I went to this retreat, and I just, like, felt the Holy Spirit all over me. And this happened a couple of times. I went to the retreat a couple years in a row. And just being able to feel the Holy Spirit. And um, again, the only reason why I'm Catholic is because of my experience at one of these retreats was like I was slain in the Spirit. And, it, and I've explained this before a while back in my podcast, but like... Um, the priest was marching the Eucharist around the room. And again, I don't know all the terms for it. I, I just know what happened. And honestly, I was like, I don't know, 17, 18, something like that. Maybe a little younger. I'm not exactly sure, but high school age. And I honestly, I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is just a clown show. These guys are dressed up and wearing their hats and whatever. And I'm just like, whatever. I got to use the bathroom. So, like, I went to um, out in the hall, and then I was just like, I, like, hit a brick wall. And, like, I'm like, I just couldn't go any further. And then all of a sudden I felt like I was, you know, push back into the room where this ceremony was going on or celebration I should say celebration was going on and I went back to a group of the people I was with and I went bam fell on my face and I was out and I was slain in the spirit which is one of the greatest things in in the world you just feel like uh, your burdens are lift you feel like this love your body's just like tingling and you're just your body's just overwhelmed in the presence of the Lord, and it just, boom, you're you're out. And I wish everybody could experience that, but not everybody can. You know, you got to be open to um, the spirit. I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else or whatever, but God allowed me to have that experience, and He was just saying, "I'm here. I love you." You know, this isn't a clown show. I, I I, died to give you eternal life, you know, and and I'm present here. I am present in, in what we call the Eucharist. And he impressed that into my heart, you know. I, I didn't really follow it right away or whatnot. I mean, I always went to church and... Um, I just, after high school or whatever, I kind of just stopped going to church. I've always, God was always present in my life or whatever, but I stopped going to church. And and so, you know, I had a buddy who, who was a, a non-denomination, and he got me going back to church, you know. And my mom wasn't all that excited about it because she wanted, she wanted me to be a priest, and it's like, I hate, like, if someone tells me I should be a priest or I shouldn't be a priest. You know, it's like, it's weird because you don't want to have it both ways. You just don't want people to tell you what you can and can't do or whatever. So I just would 
I just always, you know, my mom wanted that for me and, you know, and it didn't, it didn't happen, you know, and so, like, anyhow, I got, was with a friend and I went to a non-denominational church for about probably four or five years, and then I finally, um, I went back to the Catholic Church, and I was helping out with the youth group and that, and I just I just had this really closeness with God at the time and Jesus, and and people saw that, and every time I oh you should be a priest, and it would make me so mad, and because it's like man why you gotta say that I want to have a girlfriend someday, you know and. And, you know, if you be a priest, you can't have a girlfriend. And that is very upsetting to me, you know. And still to this day, I don't have a girlfriend. And I and it still upsets me talking about it. But at least now I can talk about the feeling, you know. I, I just got, for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit, I can feel like the Holy Spirit's really strong at times. And so... Um. Through that five years, I was going to like the non-denominational church. I never joined the church, their church, but I learned a ton. I learned that the that I can now defend, um, define my relationship with Jesus as, as a personal relationship. You know, that's something in the Catholic Church. Um, I don't know. It's not. It's. You, you get what you put into stuff. You know, if you don't put in effort, you'll get nothing out of it. And when I went to a Christian church, I was obviously putting more effort into it. I love praise and worship. I think when we have praise and worship, you can just feel the presence of God. You can feel the Holy Spirit. I love, you know, the music part of it, you know, and that's something that, like, Catholics didn't do. But, you know, um, it's not that they couldn't. It's just the the area that I was in just was not into that kind of stuff. I love, like, just the music aspect of it. And you can, you know, you can do it, have music concerts and whatnot. You just can't do it on Sunday. But you have six other days you can do it. So Catholics can do things. It's just we guess choose not to at times because of whatever. And it just seemed like I'm not a drinker. So, like, all my Catholic friends would drink, and I'm just not into it. I, I don't know why. It just it never was my thing. But anyhow, I just knew, I knew in my heart that Eucharist is the most important thing about the Mass. Now, I can't prove to you or anything in that. I can only live what I experience, you know. That's why I don't really like to debate about it because people will say, well, I have communion. And being the simpleton that I am, this is the best way that I can describe it. In the Bible, it does, Jesus does say, I am, he says, I am the bread of life. You know, why would he call himself the bread of life? You know, he just doesn't just, throw words out there because they don't mean anything. I mean, if you read in John chapter 6, 
Uh, that really defines, you know, Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. And then, like, all the disciples talk about the, the Last Supper, you know. And a lot of times people will get hooked on words like, do this in remembrance. And so when Jesus says, do this in remembrance, again, you can have totally different experiences. This is just mine. You have your own path. God, if you truly are seeking Jesus, he will lead you. And this is just how God led me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is how he led me. And so anyways, um, people will ask, well, it's like, I don't want to say you're taking a fake communion, but if, you know, a lot of people, Protestants will or non-denominational will read their Bible and it's like, you know what? Why don't you see like in the Old Testament, you know, when people took stuff to the temple and sacrificed it, a priest had to do it because a priest was ordained to do it. God ordained certain people to do certain things. It wasn't just, you couldn't just go to a temple and, and sacrifice your own thing and, and ask God for his forgiveness or whatever. The priest had to do that for you. So the priest is God on earth. On earth. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm just saying, if you read your Bible, you know that only the priest could do the sacrifice. And that's the same thing when Jesus instituted communion. His disciples were the only ones that could, you know, do the sacrifice because Jesus showed them how. And then, you know, they ordained people to show them how. And then, you know, yada, yada, yada for so many years afterwards until... The Reformation, and it's like, well, why did that change? Well, because the church is run by people. There's good and evil people in everything. You know what? I mean, there's good and evil priests. There's good and evil pastors. Unfortunately, we have a sinful nature, and I don't understand why people forget that. But anyways, a lot of people will say, also, they're like, well, how can this be Jesus? I don't believe in the transfer, transfiguration or whatever, however you say it. It's like, that ain't, isn't possible. And the thing is, is the thing that, I don't, I'm bumbling my words, but it's funny how people will say, oh, God and Jesus can do anything. But then all of a sudden, if you like tell them he transformed that bread and wine into Jesus' body and blood and into his actual blood and body, then you have the same people saying, oh, I don't believe that. Well, didn't you just say that God could do anything? It's like you either believe God can do anything or you don't. You know, and as Catholics, we call that the mystery of faith. We, this is what we believe. It's not that we can necessarily that's what God showed me you know and that's what God showed other people you have to do your own research and that's why you know again I'm not trying to transform anybody or convert anybody if that's what God wants you to do he's going to lead you that way but I, I just want to encourage people 
You know, you have your own faith walk and you need to do your own research. And I highly, um, just remember, I highly, um, gosh, I, I, I'm having a brain fart here, but know that people are sinners. And when you look into Jesus, have your own faith, have your own friendship with them because people that you totally admire will do stuff sometimes that will not make sense and, and go against everything that you believe. And don't let that rock you just re- and, and, to a fa- and to a point of having doubt because what Jesus did for you and what he showed you was real, you know, and realize that humans will fail you. Humans sin. So like, that's why you have to have your own personal relationship with Jesus. Because people around you, yes, you want to have friends that will sharpen and, and, and strengthen you, but you got to realize that they're going to sin, you're going to sin, and that's why you need your own personal relationship, that, to have that strength to know, okay, that sucks, that person did something that I disagree with. I'm not going to let it rock my faith. Because God loves me and has a, a, a totally different relationship with me. And for me, I personally think, you know, when I think about Catholics or what, Catholicism, I think about like what, you know, when Jesus offered his body and blood for us, what he did on that cross you know, I'm not, again, I'm not a theologian. I, I can't sit there and prove anything to you. I can't point out anything to you in the Bible. It's just, you, you, you have to do your own, your own research. I encourage you, if you don't believe that, okay, if you, if you go to the Bible and say, Lord, is, is communion real? And you ask him with all your heart, and, and you do the research, he will reveal what he wants you to know. But if you never ask and you just um, are set in your ways, then you're never going to know the true answer. And again, we all have our different journeys. You know, that's not saying that, um, that you know, certain people, you have to be this or that to go to heaven. Because again, God is the judge of heart. He knows who you are. And for the 1500th millionth time, that's why the personal relationship is so important. So that you know who he is. You know, you read the Bible and say, Lord, just please open yourself to me. Transform me into what you want me to be. And regardless of what denomination you are, we should all strive to just get to know Jesus as best we can. Because if we know him, you know, especially at times like this, we need his peace. We need his love. We need his wisdom. And he'll give us the wisdom. Again, I, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but yet I feel like God has shared a lot with me. You know, um, just to hopefully inspire you.
You know, I, again, I, I'm not telling you you have to be this denomination or that denomination. I'm saying if you get anything out of what I'm saying, it's, you know, that you can have that personal relationship with Jesus. He loves you. The, the great thing about God is he loves everybody just the same but different because we're not... He doesn't have this favorite child. We are unique because he created us. And he has that love for us. And that man went to the cross for us no matter what our background is. And one day if we believe in him, if we choose, if we choose to let him in and let him transform us, we'll be able to spend the rest of our lives with him. You know, and why the... We do it here on earth. It makes our earthly time a little easier to live. I mean, you could go through your whole life, I believe this with all my heart, and not have anything to do with God, but in that last very second, if, if, you know, if you truly, truly accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, you can go to heaven. I wouldn't suggest that. Because you've spent your whole life not having peace or, or you know, true peace or even true love, you know. And that's why it's like when we're on earth, it's like it's best to know Jesus as early as possible because he, he's the one that gives us the peace and love and, and just graces to get through these hard times. I mean, honestly, like what happened in Israel, those poor women and those poor people who got burned and killed and, and tortured, you know, it's just like, how would you deal with getting raped or, or tortured and, and still living and still living through that and still being able to love or even deal with it? Only Jesus can give you the grace to get through. I could not even imagine that. You know, just think if you had to go through all that and you did not have God's love. You know how painful that would be? It's like you have so many people that are mentally suffering and have mentally and physically they're so depressed and so sad and so mad and so angry at this life. And they don't have peace but because they don't have God. And I couldn't imagine that. I, I just couldn't, you know. And so I, I guess I could go on for hours and hours. I just, again, I'm not, I just want to encourage people to say, who is Jesus to me? And, and do the research. Let him transform you. And whatever, wherever you're at, he's going to meet you and he's going to, but, you know, you got to truly be open to his transformation and he'll lead you. And one day, there's not going to be a denomination. It's just going to be us loving Christ. And it, it, we're just here to to live a life, to shine an example of his love so that others 
will be saved through just seeing that and being able to to look into God for themselves. It's our own journey, but we can inspire people through our own journey to also get on their own journey to know and love Christ. Anyways, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father God, I just please ask you to strengthen people's relationship with you, Lord. And and I just pray that the things that I shared tonight or this day, Lord, that you can use to help other people to um, look into their own relationship with you, Lord, and, and give them the grace to let you transform their heart and minds and let you lead them where you want them to be, Lord. Lord, and we just ask that we can love you more and trust you more every day. And Lord, please just give us all peace and hope through this bleak time, Lord, when things are going really bad and the world's upside down, Lord. You are the king, Lord. You are the one that just loves us more than anything, Lord. And we just want to be with you, Lord. And please send revival, Father God. Please heal hearts and minds, Lord. Please help this nation to turn back to you, Father God. If not that, please come back and and, and take us home, Lord. Please please just come back and and, and be with us, Lord. And, but we just ask, Lord, that you just show us some new stuff, Lord, and that we don't try to pick each other apart, Lord, but we strengthen each other. And no matter what our backgrounds, Lord, we can respect each other and know that we save that we serve the same Jesus and one day we'll be in heaven with Jesus as one. There won't be these little factions anymore, Lord. We will be one in Christ, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that we all are looking for that same Jesus Christ that will teach us to love each other, Father God, and be able to, again, strengthen each other, Lord. And we just thank you, Jesus, for always hearing our prayers. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, I know I rambled on for a while. I just appreciate all you listeners. And again, I hopefully listening will to this podcast will raise your hearts and, and minds to search out what God wants for you in, his, in, in your life, that he wants for you in his will, and know that his will is the best will that's possible. But realize we're still going to struggle. Don't give up. Always repent and come back to God because that's what he wants. He wants us to always try. So God bless. Thank you again for listening to the Revival Podcast.